Warning, Geesebumps is a comedy podcast based on the works of R.L. Stein. Any similarity to an actual literature podcast is coincidental and unintentional. It's the slime that never dies. Evan can't stand babysitting his genius cousin, Kermit. Kermit refuses to play video games. He won't even play Frisbee. All he likes to do is hang out in the basement doing strange experiments and playing mean practical jokes on Evan and his friend, Andy. But now, Andy's found something that will teach Kermit a lesson once and for all. It's green, it's slimy, and it comes in a can marked Monster Blood. What a book to come back to after a long break. <laughs> We're back, bitches! Are we? Do you remember remember how to intro this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, wait, no, I, I, I think I, I think I got it. Here we go. I've been practicing my podcast openings. Let me see if I, if I remember. <clears throat> Welcome to Fresh Air. My name is Terry Gross. <laughs> you don't even sound like Terry Gross. Damn it. Okay, well, you, you try to start our podcast then. <laughs> uh, Welcome to Geesebumps, a did you mean Goosebumps podcast? My name is Danielle. I work for NPR. And? And I have a PhD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, my name is uh, JoJo, and I uh, also have uh, a, a place on this show. I have a PhD, and uh, in, this, uh, in this episode, we're going to have a story in three parts, all of them monster blood. <laughs> Part one. The third host. Jeff, who are you? <laughs> I kind of gave it away. The third wheel. Who's here? My name is Jeff, and welcome everybody to Prairie Home Companion. I'm so happy to be here in quiet Atlanta, the, the sleepiest town in America. Here's the thing: I didn't mean I, when I said Atlanta. I just said it. I forgot that Atlanta is where this book we read today takes place. Yeah, I'd forgot too, which is why I was like, no, 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 no. Well, hey, we can't we can't just launch into talking about the book. We have to we have to as professionals would draw attention to the minor gap in releases. Well, I'm looking here at your resume, Geesebumps, and I want to say that, like, you have some good credentials. I, I see mm-hmm. that you spent a few years doing uh, Job Corps, which makes sense because you get out of high school, you don't really know what's happening, but then there's this gap here. This is, this, this like, six-month gap here, and I just wanted to know, could you... I'm going to say that's the pandemic. <laughs> it was delayed release pandemic. <laughs> Which is funny. We did start the podcast during the pandemic. Yeah. We surely did. We had, we had that. We had that early pandemic energy that quickly waned yes. as the depression set in after a year and a half of existing in a hellscape. If you couldn't tell, you're listening to Geesebumps again, and maybe you're wondering why. The your number one podcast of oh, I forgot I still had notifications on for this. Where did this come from? So you may be wondering where where we been? What's been up? What's been happening? What's the haps with with your favorite threesome? Your favorite trio, Kenzie Reeves, 
and (laughs) (laughs) the person who got that joke appreciated it. Uh, the last time that we we set out some content into the world, that we blessed your ears with um, the shrill voice of Danielle, Jojo, and myself, uh, we we read Attack of the Mutant, right? Mm-hmm. And and we then went on to read the next Geesebumps book, which was mm-hmm. My Hairiest Adventure. We read that. We read it. And then I think it must have just been, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I think it maybe was just exhaustion. It was one book about body hair too many well i I, the book itself but why we never (laughs) recorded and why we stopped um i think we kind of needed an an impromptu break yeah Yeah. Yeah. it is too bad because the twist of my hairiest adventure is bananas it's it's i'd say top five twists of absolutely and we may release we may record and release that at some point once it's not so fresh in our memory from march of this year (laughs) yeah that one that one and welcome to dead house but (laughs) still too fresh yeah that'll be a twofer we'll do a quick run through of of welcome to dead house and my hairiest adventure we've been going hard in the paint on old geese bumps for Every week for like a year. Yeah. Plus plus other stuff that we were doing as well. So, yes. um, So we appreciate if you're listening to this, we appreciate you for hanging around. Um, So we, so just to kind of be clear, we we're, we're coming back. We actually had talked about this like a month ago, like briefly, we kind of were just like, we like, we'd like to do, we'd like to get back to some geese bumps. Unfortunately, we have them them hot Sacramento summers. Mm-hmm. And it was nigh impossible to do anything from the months of like May mm-hmm. until a week ago. Until No, still. <laughs> until currently. It, it has literally been like, a, it got to 115 degrees at one point. Yeah. And we've just been like trying to survive. And we were like, well, we'd like to get back and, and record again maybe once it cools now, off. Now you would think, Hey, why don't you move to a colder climate I so that it's easier this. to make content? And we have thought the same thing, but in this economy, in this, in this economy, economy, with the interest rates, with the interest rates, what they are right now, with the, the inflate, with the inflation, the inflation, yeah. the price of milk, with the Fed, with yes, the- with the with the Fe- oh, don't get me started on the Fed because I can talk for so long about it. Yeah, yeah, all the, the red tape and the blue tape. Uh, red and blue, no, no, no purple. Guys, can I wait? Hang on, can we just step out of the bed for a second? Yeah, I'm hold in, on. can open I just door. say, can you open the door for us real quick? Yeah, let's open the door out. real quick. Okay, um, I'm really proud that we just did not slip into talking about NFTs. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 because yeah. <laughs> that would be a real hat trick, right? Like, we we really got <laughs> that's how much time has passed since we've done this. Yeah, and if we outlived NFTs. <laughs> we, we, NFTs are no longer an interesting topic to throw into a bit. lived out the trend. Well, all, well yeah, and now, and hey, everybody, if, if, you were, if you were listening to Geesebumps to know when you should go out and buy a video card, now's the time. So so we, we were going to come back, and then we got kind of a, I don't want to say a prompting, but we got a very nice email. It was, it was a nice encouragement. It was a nice was encouragement, a yeah. Kick in the boot. So we, uh, so... And it's funny because in the email itself, um, the individual says, I expect to hear which of my completely legit reasons for the podcast name. being... Oh, Anthony, I was going to get to that. You oh, know, but I was building up to it. I'm sorry. Um, 
uh, was going to get called out on the next email. So we got a nice email from uh, Anthony. And Anthony was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Where, where are you? In a nicer way. Anthony, or as I call him, Tony, yeah. said, what's yeah. the matter you? What's the matter you? <laughs> uh, gave a number. It was like, basically, they've been... Um, re-listening to all the episodes, wondering what was going to happen, because literally the last time we recorded, the end of the episode said, we'll be back in two weeks with another episode. We lied our ass. We didn't even, like, have, like, a, hey, like, so we're going to take a break. It was literally, like, out of nowhere, and the the water just stopped running from the tap. So so Anthony sent this very nice email um, giving us a a litany of reasons why, why they think we may have stopped. And here's the thing, Anthony, of all 10 reasons, they're all true. Every single one of those is true. Yeah. He, you want to throw some of those out there? Yeah. Uh, for some reasons that maybe we stopped recording. First one, someone forgot to log in to upload new episodes and everyone just decided to call it a day. I am the only one who has full control of the whole That is, that is awesome. And if I forget, and I did forget, I actually don't know the password. So let's just hope. <laughs> yeah. That this, we can, if this comes out, then we figured it out. Yeah. Or we got hacked and the hacker was like, oh, a new geese bumps. And then they <laughs> uploaded it. They were like, here you go, guys. Uh, another one. Jeff got a PhD and spent six months thinking of a new opening gag. Also true. Also very true. I lost the PhD. I got it in the six months. I lost it. Much like uh, my ape. Much like my ape that I Just got. like your ape NFT. Yep. Yep. Um, we ran out of things. We ran out of things <laughs> that RL could stand for. Never. Never. That's not true. We we have a rhyming dictionary. I And I'm prepared to go into spoonerisms. I'm prepared to go into pop Malpropisms. Malpropisms. Um, we're ready to use words that where R doesn't even, isn't even the first letter. Yeah. yeah. Who, fu- who fucking cares it's, whether it starts with I an R I can just R say anymore. the R is silent. What are you going to do? The R is more of a feeling. Yeah. More of a vibe. The R is a state of mind. Yeah. And then uh, Mexican Pizza is back at Taco Bell, which it is. And it's accessible now. You couldn't get it the first few weeks that it came back. but That's yeah. how you know nature's healing. Yeah, that's how, how you... we're, we're back on track, baby. It's been a lifetime of things up. A lifetime is of ups and downs so far in the last six months. That's right. Um, but they said that they, they love listening to Geese Bumps, so thank you, Anthony. And also uh, provided us with their favorite uh, and, moment in Geese Bumps, which is also one of my favorite moments and the next Bumps. And the next time anyone says that your opinion doesn't matter... You actually now have definitive proof. It does. Yes, it does. It affected change in the world. Yeah. You listen to a to a podcast. And you show them an inkling of interest. Send them anything remotely nice. <laughs> be like We have to do it for the fan. Because podcasters aren't used to being talked to nicely in our lives. We've grown up. Our parents didn't like us. Our siblings didn't like us. And, Dan- and and Danielle had neither of those. And so. I didn't even have any. So, I mean, you know, we're we're real suckers for that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so thank you, Anthony. And everyone else who didn't email us, would have been nice if you did, like Anthony. But, yeah, but I guess we all can't be. Maybe we, we would have come back sooner if everyone I'm sent sure us a nice I'm sure it got email. lost in the mail. Yeah, it's probably true. I mean, again, you know, with the politics of the mail system these days, oof. Oh, man. Yeah, the inflation. The Fed. Can you believe this shit? The interest rates, <laughs> the milk. We just can you believe this? this? Can you? Yeah, the milkflation. Also, just wanted to say, Anthony has a podcast of his own called "Let's Watch Something" that you guys should all probably go look up and subscribe to as a thank you. Yeah, if you say something nice to us, we'll plug you. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is. You don't even yeah. have to say anything nice. You got a kid that you like? Yeah, we'll plug your kid. My yeah, favorite. Right? My favorite kid is. Bill. Sorry, Carrie. Bill's Shout out like. to Bill. Carrie sucks. 
so Joe, do you want to do you want to want to break down what today's today's going to be like? What we are uh, going to go through Monster Blood Three. Now, the 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 premise of our return from the land of of, of skulls and fairies uh, was predicated on the idea that um, only one of us was obligated to actually read. That's how lazy we got. <laughs> we said, okay, we'll come back as long as we don't have to do the premise of our show. As long as we can just sidestep that, we'll do it. Do you want to give us a quick synopsis of this? How are we? I don't know how we're going to run into this now with this this new era, this 2.0. Let's start with the basics. It's Monster Blood 3. It's the third in a long line of wonderful Monster Blood books. It's also the 29th Goosebumps overall. Now, the 20s are... At this point, absolute trash tier. Yeah. What? Yeah. Us, what's another twenties book? Can you? Can well, you okay, me? I can tell you. Okay, so um, the Cuckoo Clock of Doom was in here. I don't we haven't read that one. No. Night and Terror Tower. I haven't read that one either. My Hairiest Adventure. Oh, we read that one. We read that one. Attack of the Mutant. Read, read that. Phantom one. of the Auditorium. Read that one. Return of the Mummy. Oh. 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 Ghost Beach. Oh, boy. Oh, Go kind of... eat worms. Oh, okay. The Scarecrow Walks at Midnight. Oh, hey. Did we read that? The, yeah, yeah, we, we did. did read that. Yeah, that's right. We did. We called it the one that had no that had so much potential that they couldn't deliver and, on. And one that was weirdly problematic in so many ways. It really was. Had a whole of Mice and Men thing going for it. Um, the 20s seem like like almost like an experimental age that didn't go right. Yeah. Yes. yes. And and it's it's most significantly able to be determined that how does it how does everyone the, the most important thing about these books in the 20s is none of them are scary. No. No. I will say that I, I I will say Oh you you will? I will say none of them. I'm thinking of this one right now that we read for this episode. There are time there are moments that are unintentionally horrifying, but 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 not because of R.L. Stein's like I'm trying to spook you out. Mm-hmm. So and mm-hmm. we'll get I'm sure we'll get to that with this book, but there were some moments in this book where I was just like, I feel uncomfortable with what's happening right now. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that would be scared. But I definitely felt uncomfortable yeah, and a little yeah. bit anxious. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just quickly go over the major beats, and then we're going to dive in in a little bit more detail. But the major beats of Monster Blood 3, same characters as last time, Andy and Evan. They are still best friends. They are all living in Atlanta now for whatever reason. Evan is got PTSD about Monster Blood, and he's babysitting <laughs> A piece of shit named Kermit <laughs> for reasons that do not make sense. We had so many times. We just yelled about this all and night. Then the way the, the book plays out is the cousin's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they decide, let's fuck with him by giving him monster blood. He's the first thing you'd think of when yeah, trying to right? get back like, to somebody. Yeah. When you're suffering from PTSD from a thing. Which which by the way, they just have now. 
We've, yeah. we've gotten rid of the pretext that the monster blood finds them. No, no, no. no. They it just, just had us. This yeah. is this is the lazy movie sequel where it picks up the <laughs> next day from the first one, and it, it makes any sort of like anticipation non-existent. We don't. Have, we're we're not worried about where the monster blood comes from. Nope. It's just, just there. It. They still have it. Yep. So they give the monster blood to Kermit, and they put it in a little bowl. The bowl blows up. Evan eats some on accident, and then he grows very, very big. And that's the rest of the book. Yep. And the rest of the book is Evan just sort of Frankensteining his way through town, mm-hmm. yeah. hiding mm-hmm. from the fire department of all groups that want to put a stop <laughs> yes. to his shenanigans. Those overzealous firemen. And then Kermit provides him with a bottle of potion mm-hmm. that turns him... Small again, but a little too small. It's actually like six bottles of potion, but... Yeah, we go through a whole, like, We go through a whole funny, like, 70s getting dressed. Yeah. Coming out, coming back in, and Kermit's like, nah, nah. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, It's it's a book that starts off with, like, just shenanigans with kids and quickly turns into Harrison Ford's The Fugitive. Yes. With a giant boy. Yes. (laughs) With a giant, giant boy. And R.L. Stein gives his most unintentional and poignant uh, metaphor about a cab that we've encountered in the series thus far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Firemen, too. Yeah, firemen, too. <laughs> they, they've had it coming, finally. Fuck those guys. <laughs> they had the hoses. Jesus Christ. Um, did R.L. Uh, reach out to either of you as to what this one was about? No, I was, I, as I said off, off, off mic earlier, I was sleeping on the bathroom floor last night because I drank right. too much and played a video <laughs> right, game that right, made me right, feel right. bad emotions. Right, that's true. You did do that, didn't you? Yeah. Did, did, Arl, did Arl contact you, Danielle? Uh, he, he said, fuck the police. Okay. <laughs> just, he texted you that. <laughs> yeah, that you just text it. that in the yeah. middle of the night. Joe, yeah. did I you, think. did you get a, a, any missives from? As from a matter of fact, time? I did. Oh, wow. Yeah. I got, a, I got a message from RL from messenger snail. And it actually, it, he said that the way that this, this one works because, uh, he doesn't uh, know my new address. He, uh, he, he said, uh, that I could use, uh, the, use it to, to know the secret, uh, zoom password that to get into his private Ooh. video chat that's open at all times Ooh. to talk about goosebumps and goosebumps related things. So, um, yeah, this is Arl Stein's uh, secret Zoom meeting. Beep, 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 boop, beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop, boop. Why, hello, guys! Uh, <laughs> wait, are we watching a video of him or is this live? <laughs> That's a great one, Jeff. Oh, boy. Oh, there's a slight delay. There's a all slight right, delay there, right. Arl. Satellite delay, you know. It's really good to see you. Hey. Hey, buddy. Oh, it's hey. going to be a delay this hang whole time. Hang on. I think I, I think I got to, uh, hang on. I got to update the connection. Yeah. Plug it into the yeah. ethernet. Don't use Wi-Fi. Turn on the internet. Yeah. Turn on the internet. Have you tried turning it on? <laughs> okay. I think I got the. He's just, did you know it's just R.L. Stein screaming those noises into a chord? <laughs> well, hi, guys. It is I, of course, R.L. What's up, bud? What's up? What's up, Robert Lawrence? Uh, I'm sorry. That is, that is not the, that is not my moniker. Oh, well, I'm sorry. This time. It, I, it, my name is obviously really long. Uh, because you, it's been a, it's been a, it's really, been a really long, long Stein. 
Oh, since you did one of these, it has been this book, Monster Blood Three. What the 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 part of the quadrilogy? Yeah, because <laughs> I'm braver than Star Wars. You sure part are. of the quadrilogy at the time I was. Yeah, anymore. at the time before they only had two at the time. Probably they didn't even have the third yeah. one. Man, they were fucking weak. Part of the quadrilogy that is Monster Blood. This one is what I like to call the dark middle. Middle chapter. <laughs> it's the nugget inside of the Empire Strikes Back. movie. This is that hazelnut shell within the Pharaoh Rocher's already internal shell. Completely inedible is what you're saying. Not great. <laughs> Evan and Andy, they are once again embroiled in the middle of a monster blood related mess that is brought on by a desire to get more and more of that cashy cash money. If anything, the one lesson that we gain from every monster blood is how important it is to make that sweet, sweet dough, which by the way is what blows up and Turns Evan into yeah, a goofy, giant, dough. weird, lanky Literally kid. Dough. Yeah. Now, I will say the plot did kind of get away from me towards <laughs> the end here. Plot? There, was there one? But one of the central preoccupations of Evan is the acquisition of money that he might be able to get things, which is a very mature idea. He doesn't just ask his mom for his new Walkman or video game console, depending on, you know, what re-release I've decided to cash. I mean, uh, <laughs> pull out of the R.L. Stein skull vault. Rejuvenate. <laughs> Whatever book is now my new Horcrux <laughs> that must be re-released. In this, Evan decides that because he is having so much trouble dealing with taking care of Kermit, that he is going to go into a more juvenile direction and take revenge using monster blood. And of course, this leads to a pretty poignant metaphor about the double-edged sword that is maturity. Mm -hmm. Yes, Evan was going to have to deal with the harshness of taking care of Kermit, but also he has to deal with getting bigger and tripping over cars and girls being scared of them. You remember middle school. Oh, don't we all? So many cars got crushed. Oh, crunched them all. I got chased by so many firemen. Oh my God, firemen and their hoses. Bruh. The final outcome of this is that Evan realizes ultimately that in order to be a mature person and make mature choices, you need to deal with the good and the bad, which he sort of doesn't really do. <laughs> be because, hey, because I need, I need something to happen in the fourth one. You gotta, where I'm sure these characters are still in there. Yeah, I would like to ask why you keep using Evan Ross. I, I, obviously the most irritating of the hero yeah, characters like, in all your books. He's, will you just wait for his... Wait till you meet his cousin. <laughs> he's, he's got another cousin. Yeah. That's going to really make you realize that if you I, thought that guy was bad... I can't wait to meet Gonzo, the other cousin. <laughs> That's ex that's excellent. That's very good. <laughs> it was that was that's great. Monster Monster Blood Three. It's about growing up and money and something. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
<laughs> Why'd you pick this one, guys? You could have picked <laughs> so many more. There's other ones you could have done. Why this one? This one's just, it's very good, obviously. That's why we re-released it fucking four times. But <laughs> well, God, Godspeed, geese pups. Are, are you kicking us out of the chat? Are you kicking us out of the, the Zoom meeting? Well, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go live in a few minutes, so we're gonna be playing Apex Legends in the nude. Oh, what channel is this on? Which channel is that on? Yeah, I'll... oh, he just, he just kicked us out of the room. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay, we're not well, in the Zoom fuck. meeting anymore. I mean, Joe, was your mic off the entire time we were in that Zoom? Call? Yeah, you didn't say shit, bro. Hmm. Why we even have you? Interesting. Uh, so R.L. Stein says that this book is about, you know, it's about money and maturity and, and, and growing up. And I, it, the big thing that keeps Evan, just wanted to throw this out there, the big thing that keeps our hero, in quotation marks, our hero, Evan, going back every day to babysit his cousin is for, to get that sweet money is to buy a Walkman. Yes. Do you know how much a Walkman costed in the 90s? How much, how much did it, how much was a Walkman costed in the 90s, Joe? How much, okay, Joe, how much do you think a Walkman costed in the 90s? I guess it cost $79.99, but I think we need to adjust for inflation. Okay. Yeah. Danielle, how much do you think it costed? I want to say $49.99. A Walkman in the 80s and 90s sold between $100 to $200. <gasps> what? Yeah. The original Walkman cost two hundred dollars. It only it played. Released. It only played cassettes. Yeah, that was. It was a cassette player. It was a mobile cassette player. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. That's what. That's what it cost when it came out. It cost a hundred. It cost two hundred dollars in 1990 money. Yes. Okay. What? And we're in nineteen ninety. Like what? Two here. So yeah. No, so this we was, are in two thousand and twenty-two, Daniel. So so if we bought a Walkman today, it would cost easily eight hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, with inflation. With inflation. Uh, the Fed? So <laughs> how much was he getting paid for babysitting? Three dollars. It's gonna be yeah, it's a lot of babysitting. For a that. lot of babysitting. Oh boy. I mean well, well, how much is three dollars in nineteen nineties money? <laughs> I think it's just three dollars. I think it was that's, worth that's six like, bucks actually. Yeah. Hmm. Let's so, okay, so are we are we ready to enter into the the, the nightmare world of of M Monster Butts three? Let's let's establish sort of our baseline of our of our world. Bad. Okay, so so <laughs> bad. Bad, bad, bad. Very bad. bad. Our main our main boy is Evan. Evan Ross. He is an age. It's yeah. not clear. I don't know how much time has passed between the other two books. His he is uh scarred twice over. By the horror that is monster blood, which yeah. again, and I, I hate, I hate to be the one who does this. Do it, do it, do it. The monster in Monster Blood One was a witch. Was a witch. Yes, I mean, I'm, we don't want to be pedants. We don't want to get overly didactic here, but nope. but the but the monster <laughs> blood was just a fun product from Mattel. Yeah, yeah it was just minding its own business. No, it was really I, just existing was not Monster Blood's fault. No. Yes. No. Innocent until proven guilty. Yes. He has persistent nightmares about so much so that it's like he's always drowning yeah. in it, yeah. around it. And it, yeah. it, it, it's like a waking daydream. Yeah, so the, he is, he is, it is not, the book opens with him not in a sleep induced nightmare. He is awake. Yeah. He, he, he is literally having daytime hallucinations yep. and, and fever dreams. Yep. While just while just living his life, 
Now, in Goosebumps and and really shitty writing fashion. <laughs> you don't, those are the same. It's the same. It's a synonym. It's just a synonym. <laughs> yeah, that's redundant. This one starts with a dream sequence of him dying to to of him dying to to monster blood. And chapter two starts with God. Does it do this? Boy, did I miss the whole chapter break on something that could be scary that is totally diffused in the next chapter. Yeah. Chapter two. Evan, that's the first line. Stop daydreaming and eat your jello. TM, 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 TM. Mrs. Ross scolded. My favorite character. Yes. Mrs. Ross. Evan, hurry, eat the jello. You'll be late. What time of day is yeah. it? Yeah. Is this breakfast jello or is this mid afternoon jello? Like, is this dinner jello? Breakfast jello? <laughs> he goes, Mom, can we never. <laughs> Buy jello, green jello again, because you buy other colors, but yeah. not green. Yeah. And then Miss Ross says, as a mom would, you are weird. Yeah. I love that so much. So uh, Danielle and I were, were going over this a bit because we, uh, we read this out loud together as a, as a couple should. If you're not doing this in your marriages and your relationships, you're, you're doing it wrong. You don't love each other. You don't love each other like we love each other. Because the, there are parents in this book, obviously Mrs. Mrs. Ross, None of them are actual characters or people. They're just conflict machines. <laughs> they're just obstructions. They exist to have consequences. That's yeah. why they're there. <laughs> they, they are literally there to make other characters seem more sympathetic, despite the fact that they suck like Evan, because the parents, because you're like, man, this kid's in a bad house. This yeah, like, bad these people family. are bad people. <laughs> Evan goes on to say, Kermit's probably blowing up the house. And then she goes, well, it's all the more reason for you to hurry up and go over there. You're responsible for him. You're in charge of your cousin until his mom gets home from work, which is probably about two hours. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I want to say real quick, as a, as, a, as a writer, if you're a writer, if you, if you were an author, you cannot just drop a character in a book and name them Kermit. Nope. And not... Not, and not draw any attention to it. Not, yeah, and, and just and, be like, it's a normal fucking thing. Talk it's about not. green shit and then talk about Kermits? Come this, on. There's, I have never in my life, I have, I, 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 and I have interviewed over thousands of people in my job. I have seen numerous, tons of names, so many different names. I have never in my life met a Kermit that I didn't like. <laughs> That's good, Jeff. That's good. I hate to say it, but this is the most important part of Monster of Blood 3, because without this, there really is, I mean, there's barely a story to begin with, but yeah. without this, there's nothing. There, nope. Without Kermit? And, and even this is fucked beyond belief. It's, it's nice of you to help out, she said. Aunt D can't really afford a babysitter. Now, I'm going to stop everything. <laughs> is Evan doing this for free? No. Nope. So she can afford a babysitter. <laughs> well, so what was the babysitter rate? So Evan is getting paid, as we mentioned earlier, $3. What was minimum wage in the 90s? What was this? This is 1990, we'll say 1994. Oh, yeah. Man. Minimum wage in, in, in Atlanta, in a Georgia. In a Georgia. Minimum wage 1994 in Georgia. The minimum wage in 1994 in Georgia was $3.25. Wow. So, so she can't afford She wow. can't afford the quarter. Yeah. All right. She's saving. Right. She she also is trying to buy a Walkman. <laughs> She's it's so it's absolutely <laughs> fucking stupid that that's our premise. 
these are these are the these are the spinning plates that have to be kept going to yeah. justify <laughs> any of this shit. And none of them hold up. None of them hold up. Kermit looks up to you. Evan says it's because not he's true. Too that is demonstrably not true. Kermit isn't a nerd. He's a genius. He's only eight, and he's a, and he's a genius. And it's like also not true. <laughs> also not true. What, to what end? <laughs> and we'll get we'll get to why that happens. <laughs> But th this is this is the entire premise of our book is Evan is obligated to babysit Kermit because he receives some amount of money for doing so. Yeah. Um, like she paid Evan three bucks an hour to watch. Kermit. And that's actually the thing, Jeff. We said at the start, like, oh, three bucks per session. No, it's three bucks an hour. Three bucks an hour. Okay. It's almost minimum wage. It is. Well, and, and there are some days as we, we get later in the book where she's gone for what seems like the whole day. Oh, yeah. Not just two hours. So no. if she's getting minimum wage, she's trading little hours. It's like having Evan there is the equivalent to her not being at work. Yeah. Yes. And if I, I can't, I, I can't get, why, so why make it even a thing? Just so be like, I need you to watch. Don't even make it about money. That's like, why even make it that he's trying to save up for the walk? I guess just be like, you're, you have to babysit your, 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 yeah, just say, your just, yeah. you're not getting paid. Just yeah. say that. Just like, like that no, makes more sense. We expect this of you. Yeah. He has no way of weaseling out of it because, because like the amount of agency that he does have, you'd like constantly throughout this book. You're like, why are you there why are just you still doing go home <laughs> just don't talk to this fucking creep of a kid as the book goes on you're just we, uh, that's all danielle and i kept screaming is just like just stop babysitting him just stop just it's not worth it it's fucking not worth just, it bro just not to, hey you don't have to do this is this is up to, this is you doing this <laughs> hey get a different babysitting job maybe <laughs> literally evan was glad to earn the money he was saving for a new Walkman. Trigger had mistaken his old Walkman for a dog bone. So he already had a Walkman? His dog ate a, like, $600 device? His dog ate his... It, 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 it did. Evan was earning every penny. Kermit was impossible. That was the only word. He didn't want to play video games. He didn't want to watch TV. He refused to go outside or throw a Fisbee around. He didn't want to sneak down to the grocery store on the corner he, or load up in candy bars and chips. So let me stop everything right there. Let me stop everything right right here, right now. Okay. okay. Hit, hit stop okay. recording. Everyone okay. Stop. Okay. Got, here's, here's the thing we got to talk about. Okay. So what is the role of a babysitter? What is their job? To keep the, the child safe. What could Kermit do to be in harm's way if these are all the things he won't do. <laughs> he won't go outside. He, he, he won't do anything like... He won't go to the store. He, he will not leave his... He won't talk to strangers. He won't talk to strangers. He won't accept their candy. So here's... The entire family has like a shared mental illness. <laughs> They only it's wait look when you only eat Jello for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It fucks it, with you. It fucks with you. It starts to eat away at the inside. That's why I eat ass for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you'll as you'll see as we go through this book beyond the second chapter eventually is <laughs> we got it. But like the 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 book has to try and find a reason, and it tries numerous times for Evan to interact with Monster Blood again when he does not want to, <laughs> and because it's traumatized. it has traumatized him beyond belief. He can't even eat green Jello. It, the, the, 
yeah. The, the book is the book is trying to find a way to get him to get Monster Blood back into his life. Yes. Now the only other thing in chapter two, other than we get to see Kermit show up and do some science shit. Yeah. At the, well, that's chapter three actually. But um, in chapter two, we also are introduced to a secondary antagonist to which uh, Evan uh, must deal with, and that is of course, of course, the the bully. Yeah. Conan Barber. Yeah. Which I don't remember what happened so, with Conan at the end of the second book. We I I had thought that he had been neutralized. Given the given the context of how books work, you would think that Conan <laughs> would be his friend at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but alas, Conan is his enemy. And actually, I believe Conan is even dumberer. <laughs> he, he's quite stupid. Conan is the bully. He picks on everybody. He's evil. Yeah. He's a he's a prototype for the character of Stoop Kid from yes. Hey Arnold yeah. for the following reason. Evan is heading over to Kermit's house. Kermit's next door neighbor is Conan. Is the bully. Because I guess it was too hard to have these characters in different places. In no, this we book. don't. I mean, come on. We, we, so we want to have a whole neighborhood. We, we, this book only has the budget to film in three locations. We can't. Yeah, we have three sets, buddy. This is the, this is the introduction to Conan. His name was Conan Barber, but the kids at school called him Conan the Barbarian. Why? Yeah, why? That's quite a stretch, isn't it? <laughs> Do kids even get that reference anymore? Absolutely not. Fuck no. Conan the Barbarian was not a child's. Uh, like property. It, that was not a thing that kids It wasn't read. like He-Man. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's because he had to be the biggest, meanest kid in Atlanta. Then maybe the universe. That's good. <laughs> Conan sat on top of his tall white fence that separated the yards. His cold blue eyes glared down at Evan. And he says, quote, were you looking <laughs> at my... I can't even get through it. <laughs> were you Were you looking... Were you looking at my yard? And then Evan says, no. And then Conan says, you were looking at my yard. That's trespassing. Can you do me a favor, Joe? Yes. Can you give me your take on Arlstein brainstorming this reason <laughs> for Conan to have beef with Evan? Okay, so, yeah, yeah. okay, so got Evan here. I got the bully. Why would Evan want to mess with Conan, that Conan would take revenge. Let me think here. Okay, yeah, what would so, Conan be offended by? Yeah, what 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 gets kids to oh, want to? He's fight? a big, he's a big burly guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's big, yeah. strong, muscly. What causes conflict between? What children? what makes anger? <laughs> what is well, the classic child on child conflict. What makes me angry? Oh, I okay. What makes me angry? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, this is a different direction, but okay. As a as a somewhere between fifty to eighty year old man. Yes. Ageless. Is when kids look at my lawn. Hey, kids, get off of my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> but when they look at it. When they look at my building in when, New York City. When they use their little peepers to, to scan over my fence. When they throw those little peepers at my yard, <laughs> my yard grass, then, they, and then that's when the monster comes out. That's when I hulk out. That's when RL goes. Okay. Oh. Now I got to see. You got to mine your truth to know how your characters will behave. Start with with what you know. It, it is not a one-off line either. It's nope. said again. Many times. To Many really times. drive it home. <laughs> yep. Okay, so Conan wore a gray muscle shirt and baggy faded jeans cutoffs. He's 13. <laughs> He's 13. He also wore a very mean expression. Wait a minute, Conan. 
I was looking at Kermit's yard. I had never looked at your yard. I would never. Never. Oh, yo, what's wrong with my yard? You know, like my yard, my yard's not good enough for you. You know what's funny, guys? Is actually on page nine. <laughs> why don't you look at my yard? <laughs> is there something wrong with my yard? As is Daniel, my yard too ugly? You see, you see what I mean? Like he just wants to. The fight, yard but, was but, the yard was the entry point to me. Just I'm just gonna fuck with you. He seems too genuinely. He seems to genuinely be perseverating. Yeah, he's about the yard. About the this. yard. He's really into landscape uh, it, it architecture. Was, it, it didn't even come across like he was just like flippantly just like no. Okay, can't look at my yard, man. Like giving like a dumb reason. He was so, just like he was like, why the fuck are you looking at my yard? I will kill you. I will destroy you. This is where Kermit shows up. In terms of stories. Kermit should not be a villain. No. Right. And here's the thing. Because we have our villain. We have, we have, we have a, we have a otherworldly threat villain. Yeah. And we have a contextualized literal bully villain. Yeah. With a yard sensitivity. Uh, in the first three, in the first two chapters, until we get to the end of this one, Kermit is not identified as a villain, he's just identified We've as never, like... We, all we know is... He's just kind of a nerd. nerd. Yeah, Evan doesn't nerd. like him. Yeah. yeah. He's and a, he's hard to take. He's boring. He's bo That's yeah. it. Evan's, it sounds like Evan's just like, it's boring to babysit him because he doesn't like doing cool things with me like that I want to do. Evan seems to be upset that Kermit doesn't want to engage with him. That's... That, that, until we get this shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> Kermit shows up and he says... Hey, fuck you, Conan. <laughs> hey, you piece of shit. Go hey, go fuck yourself. I'll fuck your yard, man. And if you and if you try and hey, if and if you try to come at me or my family, that I will fucking get you with this shit. And he has this blue bottle. And he and he and he splashes it on Conan. It's invisibility serum, Conan. That's yeah. what he says. That's what so. he says it is. He's lying. <laughs> Which you don't know yet. No, we don't know this yet. We're not sure about Kermit what yet. What this serum does. First of all, it's a miracle of science, first of all. Yes. It's a miracle of science that I like to call putting a sweater in the dryer, Jeff. It's actually not that <laughs> impressive. So he splashes him with it, and it makes his shirt uh, shrink down. It, okay, you have to be more clear. It makes his shirt shrink to the point where it does no, it no longer exists. And then, well, it splits apart. It splits apart. And then it says on page 14, chapter four, now Conan stood in front of them, bare chested. This is hilarious, by yes. the way. Yes. A heavy silence falls over the backyard. All three of them stared at Conan's broad, bare chest for a few minutes. <laughs> so erotic. Even, even Conan did. Yeah, he's looking down. Even Conan down, like, wow, I am really muscly. The Conan breaks the silence by saying, that was my best muscle shirt. <laughs> <laughs> to Evan, as if Evan did this. Yeah. yeah right, exactly. As and this Evan is, was like, execute the shirt. Evan says, uh-oh. And then we have a cut, which is actually like really well done. And it's Andy going, I kind of like your nose that <laughs> yeah, way. That was he a good cut. The fucking shit kicked out of yeah, him. Yeah, his like jaw is like dislodged. He 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 is it is the next day or is this two days later, not even like later that day, still nursing injuries mm -hmm. from when Conan decimated him yeah like beat his beat him to like a pulp it, and here's i was saying this to danielle as we were reading it and this isn't child violence isn't new for for goosebumps books and not, not for a, the 90s and not for the 90s i don't know if it's just me or if it's just because the way it's presented but like 
the the way that the the violence is described where like this kid is getting completely totaled Just all the decimated time. it, it makes chew. me it makes me feel uncomfortable it like, makes me yeah. deeply uncomfortable like where are the parents it's supposed to be like fun like haha like bull like schoolyard like schoolyard you know and shenanigans it's and like, i'm like no no he can't it's okay it's it's a childlike shenanigans that lead to really serious <laughs> non-recoverable <laughs> maybe even almost cartoonish levels of horrible <laughs> violence kermit did this deliberately according to evan and he says it's because kermit was smiling and andy was like uh okay and then <laughs> sure buddy and then i sure. was like what that's all you're gonna say and Andy's like it's your cousin what we want me to say here you can pay him back if you want and then, <laughs> and then evan's like well how do i do that and Andy goes i know doesn't he have uh a snack after school, you could put monster blood yeah. in his she, food. Nuclear option. Yeah, just has it, well, this is the thing, right? She's like, she's calling his bluff. Like, okay, if you really hate this, yeah, do something about fucking, it. Yeah. Fucking, fucking make it happen. And actually dude. that's very important because this whole thing, as far as Evan saying, like he's stuck in this situation and Andy's saying, no, you can do something about it. Go mm-hmm. ahead and do something about Murder it. Murder your cousin. Do kill him. Kill him. Kill, your, kill, him. kill, him. <laughs> kill him now. Yeah. Kill him dead. There. There is some other, like, now we're kind of in the middle of the book part, which you might be going, well, hold on. Where's the, <laughs> where's where, the beginning? Where, hey, where's the monster blood? Oh, right? don't worry. Like, it won't come up it? until a good it's, chapter it, 17. Yeah, don't worry. We'll be balls deep in this book <laughs> when you finally remember, oh, right. This is a monster blood story. This didn't need to be monster blood. No, not even at all. What happens is Andy and Evan go to babysit Kermit again. Yeah. Right. And Evan's like, we can't fuck with Kermit using monster blood. We'll just do nothing. And maybe it will be different. (laughs) Maybe he'll be different today. They go to babysit Kermit. A couple of things happens. The first is that Kermit really likes doing math homework for Andy. And you hear that and you're like, wait, that's kind of almost like, sweet a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't fit with his character. And also Kermit has his blue stuff. He pours it on a mosquito bite that Andy had and makes her mosquito bite go away. And it's and and Andy's like, "Wow, that's really cool. Like, we could do something with that." And Kermit's like, "Yeah, we totally could." So at that point you're like, "Okay, well, is is Kermit a good yeah. guy yeah. and is Evan just a piece of sh- cuz he's jealous of his cousin, which actually would be a more interesting which story." Which would make sense too given Evan's character. He's well, a little piece of shit. And at that point, like it's still kind of not entirely ambiguous, but like you're like, did Kermit try and help yeah. Evan earlier? Yeah, maybe yeah. he's just because because we, we get these couple of things. He's trying to cure his dog's hiccups, hiccups. which the dog goes bonkers. Yeah, which didn't seem didn't seem intentional. No. no, but then we get after this because the next time they go babysitting. Every time they do go babysitting again, it makes me mad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Andy discovers that Kermit intentionally got all the questions wrong on her homework. Yeah. Yeah. She loved she loved that little piece of shit until like a psychopath. <laughs> Can I I just want to read the sentence that describes Kermit as he's doing the math homework? Oh yeah. Yes. So this is this is the scene as they're in the basement and Kermit's doing Andy's math homework. What page are we on? Uh, for me, this is page 17, chapter 7. 
Yes, his dog's name is Dogface. Yeah, there's the naming. I feel like R.L. Stein put like placeholder names and did not change and just them left in it his draft. Like Kermit, Dogface, uh, Conan the Barbarian. Anyway, Kermit was already scribbling answers on the page, solving the equations as fast as he could read them. His eyes were dancing wildly. He was breathing hard. And he had a happy grin on his face. He's a little Matt Damon. He's a little Matt psychopath. That's it. So, but yeah, so basically, like, like Andy uses her her uh, feminine wiles to get uh, to get Kermit to do her homework. He fucks her over. Yeah, purposefully. Yeah, really. Which, bad. which at that point you go, okay, well, that's. I guess he's that, the villain. That's on the one, either either Kermit's an idiot, mm-hmm. yeah. or mm-hmm. or an asshole, or and this is the Marley scenario. Evan is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kermit is Kermit, a horrible human being. It's it, a monster with nothing, with no redeeming qualities. Yeah, and it is absolutely the second one. Knowing that Kermit fucked with her homework on purpose, Andy wants to get revenge using monster blood because because if she doesn't want to use the monster blood, we really don't have a monster blood three. It's like just fucking hit him. Yeah, yeah, so, I know. I was like, just pick him up and kick him across the street, or stop babysitting him, or never speak to him. The next time they go, though, Kermit gives them all an orange soda. So the orange soda they give is extra sweet. He's being nice. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to pour you guys some orange soda. He puts Molly, we'll say, (laughs) in the orange soda. (laughs) Everyone knows you don't accept an open drink from a psychopath. Don't accept an open drink from an eight-year-old genius. No. Hey, I mixed up this special drink for you. You're eight. He drinks, they drink the special drink. Sounds fine. And no reason for alarm. This, this is the scene coming up where I said, I felt kind of scared, but for the wrong reasons. Yeah, this is like the Joker movie. This is some yep. fucked up shit. The orange soda makes them laugh. Yeah. This is chapter 11, page 48 in the print version. Evan took a deep breath, tried to hold it, but the laughter burst out. So hard. His chest ached. Laughing giddily, Andy made a grab for Kermit. So this is a very typical Joker-esque mm-hmm. terrorist. Mm-hmm. This is a thousand percent like breaking into the bank, dropping some laughing gas. This is the first Batman movie where they put Joker, they put laughing shit in all the the health and beauty products and yeah. people started laughing. So what happens next is... um Andy picks up the frisbee to throw it at Kermit because she's fucking pissed and can't get over to him. The, the frisbee flies over the fence. Kermit says, get that back. That's mine. Which, fuck off. What? Yeah, yeah I'd be like, okay, go get it. He's wa- Why do you care about that? You don't go outside. You don't go outside. Conan comes out. Oh, man. The old man that he is and uh-huh, says, who uh-huh. threw a Frisbee in my yard? <laughs> Get out of my yard. Kermit asks for it back. Conan says no. Kermit insists. Conan says no. Andy and Evan can only laugh because they're under the influence of Joker gas. Yep. They are full on like freaky Big old smile, laughing uncontrollably with their eyes looking like sad. Sad, like oh so sad. God. You thought you knew reefer madness. This you don't know <laughs> shit. You don't know shit about this orange soda madness. Uh huh. So uh-huh. Kermit demands. Conan's like, "Who's gonna make me?" And then he says, "Evan and Andy are." 
<laughs> going to. Thank you. And then Conan says, you know, I get really mad when people laugh at me. And then Evan and Andy laugh at him because yeah. they can do nothing else. And, and let us be clear about, like, when we say they are laughing and they can do nothing else. Um, I, I want to read real quick just the, a, a brief description of how they're feeling while this is happening. He laughed until tears rolled down his face. Evan followed, gasping for breath. I can't breathe, he realized. I'm laughing so hard, I can't breathe. I'm at, he's, Jesus Christ. It's fucking terrifying. It is. They're laughing so hard that literally they're like probably cracking ribs. Yeah. They could at die. At this point. Yeah. They like, could die. It, it is. And it's not like they're laughing and talking. They can't speak or breathe normally. Mm-hmm. It is. When I was reading this, I was just like, fucking shit. I know. Yeah. Like this is. It's like body horror. It is. Straight body horror. It's very body horror. They fail to stop laughing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kermit can't find the Frisbee. Kermit says, I don't know why they're laughing, but I guess it's because they think you're stupid looking. Yeah. Kermit just riles they, them they up. They looked at your yard and they thought it was really funny. Yeah, and they bring the yard up again. <laughs> and then Evan goes, fuck me. <laughs> Evan, and Conan proceeds to, quote, um, take a deep, powerful breath stretching out his big chest going three and he laughs. laughs Evan laughs even harder and then he goes I warned you and then later both Evan and Andy had the shit beaten out of them although well, no, Andy no, no. just got picked up and hung in a tree because Conan yeah. won't hit girls Andy's like your brother's your, co- your cousin's a creep let's fucking get him let's, yeah. let's, fucking, just, let's get let's, him that's fucking, it. Let's kill him. Yeah, we're just we're let's, gonna let's plant some drugs. Let's plant a gun. Let's do it. They get the monster blood, um, and they decide they go back to to Kermit's the next day because he's, I, I don't know, fucking who cares? They go back to babysit again, and and then Andy's like, "Hey, what are you making?" And Kermit says, uh, "Hey, good looking. What's cooking?" Hey, good, hey, good looking. What's cooking? Um. Uh, he, and he's like, Kermit, you you played a horrible trick on us. Why did you tell your mom that? And then Kermit's like, don't shout. I have sensitive ears. <laughs> you want to strangle this kid. You really I do. I fucking kill him. And then, and then there's a part where Evan gets a chocolate bar <laughs> and eats it because they need to distract him because Andy's going to put the monster blood inside this bowl that he's mixing. Yeah. And the best they can come up with is I'll eat a chocolate bar in front yeah, of him. So he gets the chocolate bar. So I'm going to just read this line. It's on page 57. Also, chapter, chapter um, 12. <clears throat> Evan took a big bite of the chocolate bar. It made a loud crunch as he sank his teeth into it. Mm, he proclaimed, chocolate bars are good. I just like that their idea for distracting him was the most stupid vaudevillian looking like because he can still be mixing the bowl (laughs) exactly so the idea is the candy the fact that candy is in the room is so distracting that he will look away from he's like floating along the uh, along the air smelling the candy bar like bewitched just completely out of his fucking senses like a like a dog after a pie so then, so then we get into page 60, literally halfway through the book, which is too late, by yeah. the way. Much too late. They finally 
use the monster's blood. Which is a very controllable substance, apparently, at this point. Yeah, apparently they're just like... It's a schedule. It is a schedule, <laughs> too, but they do have a permit. And, okay, I, I, I don't want to nitpick motivation too much, but come on. They're going to... Their idea is to feed monster blood to this child. Well, I don't even know if they were thinking about feeding it. Their whole, their whole thing was they wanted to fuck up one of his experiments. That was their original thing with, with and not knowing exactly what, yeah. but just they were going to somehow integrate monster blood into something he was doing yeah. because they wanted to see him get egg on his face. But like, here's the thing. All of his experiments kind of fuck up. Yeah, exactly. They put the monster blood in the bowl. He just keeps on stirring. Yep. It keeps on stirring. It blows up. <laughs> it gets everywhere. It makes a huge, huge mess. He fucking loves it. Oh, he is rocks off all the way off. <laughs> this is now this is pod racing. He screams. <laughs> now this is pod racing. <laughs> here's here's what would have made it make any sense if it was like he was working on a school project or he was doing a science fair thing and they were going to fuck that up. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, so there's a grade on the line. It's like, no, no, no. He's just trying to perfect ice nine <laughs> to destroy <laughs> yeah. all the water. Yeah. So this is on page 65 after the explosion. It, it basically this thing he was mixing up, it exploded, which by the way, that is the first and last time that Monster Blood shows up in this book. Yeah. Yep. By the way. Yep. Is this That's one it. part? That is it. So we're done. Yeah. So done with Monster Blood. He turns to Andy and the Kermit immediately turns to Andy and goes, Did you put something in the but did you put something in the bowl? Which they've been talking about it. Both Evan and Andy keep saying to each other, Monster Blood, Monster Blood. <laughs> and Kermit. To which Andy, instead of saying no, says don't worry about Never it. Never mind. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> you guys are hey, the worst liars I've what? ever seen. And then finally, at the bottom of page 65, chapter 15, the revenge on Kermit hadn't exactly worked. Yeah, oh, really? Evan realized bitterly, Kermit should be in tears by now or should be quivering in fear and terror. But they didn't realize that showing emotion requires a soul. <laughs> It's like Instead, they do, it's like his eyes were him. dancing with excitement, and he was grinning ear to ear. Yeah. Do it again, do it again. We were the jerks, Evan thought sadly. <laughs> Kermit is loving this. Mm -hmm. And they had to clean because they made a big mess. Big old yeah. fucking mess. And, and if Kermit had, here's my thing. Why didn't you, if you were going to fuck him over, make it so that you're not around when exactly. it happens. Like, you don't want to be associated with this in any way. You want to be like, I was nowhere near there. Every time something bad happens, he just blames it on you. And then you get in trouble. Yeah. Like, don't, like, these guys are not good at pattern their, their, nope. their plan was so ill-prepared and not. It's, it was it's, really it, bad. It just is so poor. Like, I get, like, I guess Kermit is a genius because everyone else is fucking stupid. Maybe it's just by <laughs> comparison. Most Goosebumps book reach Goosebumpses reach this point Geese of bumps. the middle of the book, right? Yeah. Goosebumps is the plural. Um, they reach this middle of the book part where the promise of the book is now we now we get to explore it, right? All yeah. the context of it, Let except it like the mummy one, yeah, or. Fuck, I don't know. What are the, some of the other ones that failed to do? I this? guess I, I would say Scarecrow. Scarecrow. Yeah. Yeah. Scarecrow. We're we're too far into the book to have a middle anymore. 
Yeah, middle school. So, so the cover of this book shows big old feet. Yeah, which I thought was, was would be Kermit. Yeah, yeah, I did too. So what happens is Evan <sighs> accidentally eats some. The laziest. If you wanted to know why the chocolate bar was really there. Yeah, it's so that Evan will have his mouth open. It's, it's yeah. literally, how do we get this kid's mouth to get open? How do we open this kid's mouth? <laughs> so he then is a big boy. And him being a big boy is the rest of the book. Evan lumbered towards the stairs. The sneakers thudded heavily on the tile floor. He stooped against his shoulders to keep his head from crashing against the ceiling. And he kept saying, try not to grow any bigger, which if you've, which Annie says that to Evan, which if any of us guys know how fat thought doesn't work, boy, oh boy. <laughs> he then, on page 77, because it's like Danielle thought of it. Page 77. <laughs> He felt his body start to tingle. His yes, muscles yes, started yes, to throb. Yes, yes, no, yes, please yes, no. Yes, he yes. uttered a silent plea. I don't want to grow anymore. <laughs> Here's, he, it is, I felt so claustrophobic during this scene because he's growing, he's effectively like nine to 10 feet tall at this yeah. point. Yeah. He's, they're in a basement. This is a like, the walls are closing in. Yeah. And they're about to squish you. It's, it's, it, ugh. And now on page 81, is where we have um, the benefits of getting more mature and older, I guess, as I a guess. metaphor. Because he sees Conan, like the uh, like the Stephen King-esque bully he is, threatening two kids with a bat. With a Wait, fucking bat! Yeah, he's swinging a baseball bat at two ch other smaller two children. Two kids! Two little kids! Uh, to which uh, Evan goes over and goes, Wanna play ball with me? I'm assuming his voice <laughs> is deeper now. Yeah. And he reaches over... And he snaps the ball in half, and I want to say he starts strangling him with his thumb and forefinger. No, Come that's wrong. That's there. what yeah, should that's have. Happened. That's what should have happened. The no. end of this book should have been conflict result resolution between Evan and Conan. Yeah, just come up and it's all over the place. Like Conan's running away from him. They have to go to the school and Pick he's chasing up, after him. Throw him to the next town. Conan immediately understands what happened. Yeah, Conan's the real genius. Yeah, exactly. I said this to Jeff. I was like, Conan is smarter than all of them. <laughs> Conan actually goes, Conan has the voice of like, you ate monster blood, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow, he actually put shit together. Are you crazy? Why did you do that? It was an accident. Yeah. Why are you explaining yourself? Yeah, why are you having a regular conversation with this guy who's <laughs> fucked you up twice in this book so far? Yeah. Evan grabs Conan out of the shoulders, lifts him off the ground as if he weighed nothing. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, what? We're, we're going to be going through the end of this. The 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 size and strength it seems to vary wildly. It, it changes. It's like a it's like a nineteen eighties like cartoon where the animators didn't know how to draw something, <laughs> and it changes scene to scene. He puts um, Conan in the a fucking in a tree in a tree because he's afraid of him. heights. Yeah. So and so they kind of go to the spots that you think they would go. Like um, page eighty eight, uh, Evan leaned down to talk to Andy. If I stay big like this, do you think I could get a job as a superhero? And Kermit's like, I don't think those guys get paid. Because he saved well. a kite out of a tree for some kids and they he loved did. him for it. Yep. He did. Um, Evan recognized two other characters. He always had to beg to play softball with them. They never wanted 
So they're 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 literally now at this point after putting Conan up in a tree, they're just they're just sauntering around town to see yeah. what mischief. They're is. just strolling. Hey, he's just walking around being big everywhere. Yeah, it's it really is the lack of imagination. Just like what do we do now? Just like I don't know. Let's go see what's up. Like, I guess walk to the park. I don't know. So so then he go. So then he goes to the park. He plays softball. Yeah, which again the the the, the size the logic highly in doubt makes no sense. No, because like the pitcher can barely pitch high enough and to by like, the way we're at page like 90 at this yeah. point yeah yeah we are like shit should be wrapping up this is like the monster should be closing in on you while you're yeah. hiding in the attic we should be point. working towards no. a, a conclusion we're getting an anime slice of life into big boy yeah now this is a totally different book and now now he had a bat earlier that he snapped like a toothpick and on page 91 uh <laughs> this is so frustrating you can do it evan you do it. Evan always strikes out. It's true. I do. But he gripped the bat a little tighter, posing it over his shoulder. How? What? How? Hey, How do you what? pose a toothpick over How? your shoulder? Okay. What? So, and so first of all, I have to also say, so all the kids are playing like softball or baseball at the park and they're like, I want Evan on my team. I want Evan on my yeah, team. Yeah, no, they're totally cool with it. He's obviously not growth spurt big. It, this is obviously unnatural, but they're just like, cool. They, they think he's, people think he's an alien at one point. But here's the thing. Of all the sports where being enormous, like two stories tall would be a benefit, baseball's not really one of them. I would say being that big would be a detriment to being a baseball yeah, player. Honestly. We, we At this point, I was like, how is this ending? Yeah. Like, is this a dream? Are we just going to fucking... Well, don't wait. Guys, guys, don't worry. I'm worried. Don't worry. We, we, we have an answer for this because here's the part where... Quote, page 92. This goes off the rails. Conan Barber <laughs> leaps out of a fire truck. That the fire <laughs> Two fire engines skidded to a halt at the first baseline. So fire engines have shown up for this. Yeah, they're on the field. <laughs> and several, and I'm going to read this verbatim. Several black uniformed firefighters dropped onto the ground behind Conan. There he is, Conan cried, to the firefighters. That's him. Get him. They're like, you said he was a fire. Yeah, and he's like, you yeah. said he was a fire. <laughs> I was wrong. Get him anyway. We talked before this. You said that this kid was fire. So here's Danielle and I were, were talking about like, oh, are the cops going to come and get him? And then we saw the fire, and they're just like, well, I guess you can't have. Yeah, cops and then it's like, him. okay, firefighters are hoisting heavy fire hoses. Well, because because what happens next? I get what you're saying. But they do it anyway. <laughs> they do it anyway. Fire, <laughs> firefighters. Like, I, I get the fire. Okay. The firefighters rescuing Conan. I understand that. Yeah. The firefighters should not be the first responders to kill giant. No. <laughs> yeah. but, you're, but you're thinking, okay, kids book. They don't want to go. Yeah. Cops they don't want to bring guns. And, but guess know. what happens the next page? A couple of cops <laughs> show up. Cops with guns. Show with up. guns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Page 93, <laughs> chapter 20. Evan saw flashing red lights and then two Black and white police car. Really, they just like, giant kid. Uh, yeah, we'll see how many people Two we officers got. will do. <laughs> uh, a man and a woman came running from behind the police cars. That's the one they... That's the one! That's the, that's one. the one who crushed the car! He looked at my yard. The firearms are busy connecting the hoses to the hydrants on the curb for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> what if he catches on fire? We gotta be ready. We gotta be the, ready to the put The uniform police officers, Cord, nothing to see here. <laughs> Move along. Move along. Don't videotape me. Don't videotape me. Get that camera out of my face. Firefighters formed a line holding their hatchets waist high. I'm what? Like, what? Hey. I'm going to chop him down, what? buddy. Since what? 
So it is at this point that Evan gets so scared of the noise, like a giant alien monster might do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. That he frenzies <laughs> and just tries to attack, and then the fire hoses knock him over, which they could they shouldn't be able to do. Which that. again, size? He's two stories tall. Yeah. Uh, how many is this Wait. like how many fire hoses? Does it take to knock over a two-story human? They said it. They said he weighs a ton. Yeah, he weighs a thousand pounds at least. Yeah. Fire does not weigh that much. No, I'm sorry no, to it say it. Not. Fire, it's known for a lot, but not for being very heavy. No. Page ninety-eight. Firefighters returning the hoses. The powerful spray arced high. Water crashed into the ground just behind Evan. Loud as thunder. Kids and parrots were running in all directions. Up, down, you name it. <laughs> Frantic, frightened, expressions locked in the face. Evan took a deep breath, bent his knees, and leapt over a fire truck. Like the Hulk. Just like the Hulk. <laughs> he he steps on a car with his foot and, and crushes it. And destroys it. it. Yeah. Yes. I so, thought he killed the family inside. Yeah, I know. He thought he killed the family inside. Yeah, that was a hor he had this horrible realization. <laughs> but he, had was, he had the horrible realization, maybe I crushed the family. But then the family is like, oh wait, no, I didn't. But then he like, how big is he? Yeah, I cannot get a read on this. Now, now so he's running from the cops and the yeah. fire people. Yeah, two, really two cops. cops and the fire in this, hey, by the way, we're still in a horror story on paper. Yeah, we're supposed to be scared. I told you, it turns into the fugitive. He's Harrison Ford in the fugitive. I didn't kill my wife. I'm not a giant. I don't care. Can't, can't they see I'm a boy, not a creature from another planet? Why do they think I'm so dangerous? Page 100. It's all Conan's fault. Okay. Conan got the firefighters and the police all crazy with his wild stories. His wild, true stories. <sighs> what mm. the hell is happening in this book anymore? It's taking all kinds. It's pivoting in every direction. It's trying to, like, imply that he feels like, because he goes through, like, an emotional roller coaster as giant Evan. Yes. But, but, this, is, but this is the thing that we, we, kinda, we have to stop here because this is important. Because this emotional roller coaster, it's valid for the situation, but... Is Evan learning any kind of lesson? No. Nope. Is there anything thematically consistent with Evan right now? Absolutely no. not. Well, and they could have because at various points when big, he kind of becomes a bit of a bully. Yeah, he, he does it become seems a bit of a bully. Like he's going to get big and become a villain because he was really the villain all along. Well, he just was never big enough. And they talk about like how when the hamster in the book in book two got big, it turned into a monster. And he's like, oh, I've turned into a monster. Like mm -hmm. he it literally is a Frankenstein situation. Yeah. It feels yeah. like. Yeah. So what happens next is he hides in the old abandoned lumber yard. It's like a, there's a house being built that's literally next door to Kermit's. Yeah, so because like, obviously, I'm gonna go 50 yards that way. Kermit and Andy are there. They 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 find him hiding in 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 this. <laughs> yeah, they find him. The cops yeah. cops can't find him. Well, actually, I think the cops do show up and they're like, "Hey, did you see a giant? Keep your eyes out." But uh, Kermit is just gonna say, "Okay, I have. We got the the shrinky goop." From the start of the book. Yeah. Because they seeded that pretty early. Yeah, we seeded yeah. that. Hey, now this is how... Remember how they stared at his naked chest? This is how... Hey, this is how Kermit will cleverly save the day? That's right. Kermit to the rescue. 
I and here's the word that you, you to Daniel you said shrinking the shirt on the chest and I'm sure Joe was thinking of the mosquito bite. Those were two separate concoctions and also two very different substances. Yeah, and like, very different effects. Yeah. So he has a couple of different goops. One turns Evan blue. Yeah. Yes. One makes him a big ass chicken. One makes yeah. him chicken. Yeah, and they were like, okay, how do we make this? I don't know. I guess funny is what it's supposed to be and going then, for. Yes. And then rule of three for comedy. And the last one makes him back to normal. Yeah. Just as the cops show up. Yeah. Just as the cops show up. And the and the day is saved. Yes. I guess. In, I in guess. a way. I guess. Everyone's um, friends now. Evan and Kermit and Andy are all happy. I guess. Kermit's like a giant. What are I you guess. talking about? <laughs> this is just at the end of every chapter. I guess. I guess. Just the last two mark, I guess. And then, and then finally, finally, uh, like there's a part where Kermit, uh, he he like like the mom asks, "What the hell happened?" And Kermit's like, "Nothing." Yeah. It's a boring day. Which is like you go, you like, what? Like, was like, like little... oh, maybe Kermit learned a lesson, and it's like, no, no nothing happened not. to him in this book. Exactly. I mean, I don't know. Now he he could have he could have made Evan in trouble he, again. So now he's not as bad of a guy. Yeah, that shows progress, I guess. Like what? No, no. It, it shows that physical oh. violence is the only way to exact change in this world. That's right. Yes, especially with children. Especially with children. <laughs> Spank your kids. <laughs> this is page one twenty four, one twenty five, and obviously because this is geesebumps, I can't read any part of it. But that'll be Danielle's job. Obviously, Kermit yeah. fucked with. Well, here's Evan. the thing. Did he or didn't he? He yes. did. I think, it's, did. I think it's I think it's I thought for, he did too. I, I think it's more it could be, but I don't think that it's as explicit as it so, needed to so, be. So Jeff, the one thing that is consistent in this book, and there's not a lot, but the one <laughs> thing is Evan is is dealing with Kermit, who is the Joker. Okay. He is the Joker. So yeah. did Kermit intend to do this? The answer is obviously yes. They should, they, they should have made Kermit either be present somehow at the end because there was the, the telltale sign of his Joker smile needed to be yes, there. Yes, it needed to be there yes. as his as his. It wasn't. Part. So we're left with the end where, but, yeah, but, this thing but happens. It, but it was, though, because Kermit smiled. Mm-hmm. But not his regular smile. Not his, not, his, not his toothy smile. Not his coin what not not his yeah not his joker smile thank you yes it, well we don't know exactly because they don't give us enough detail it just says kermit glanced at evan then he smiled at his mother yeah oh it's kind of boring so we don't have enough detail to know one way or the other Jeff. yeah no. it's it's i know it's safe to assume that yes he and given over. given the horrifically nightmarish things that kermit had done to andy and evan this entire book to say that maybe this one was an accident is irresponsible Kermit must be stopped. Like this scene is comical with Kermit like running up and down the stairs. Batman, we have to find a way to ethically kill Kermit. Yeah. And we're like, so is this funny? Is Kermit having fun? Is Kermit just Oh, Kermit's having a load of fun. <laughs> or is he incompetent? There's there's or... various times when I guess if you if you look at the lens if you look at Kermit through the lens of just consistency, nothing he does and says is the truth. No. So there are times when Evan's big that Kermit seems to show either respect or mm-hmm. listens to him. Mm-hmm. It's all a long game. <laughs> it's a long con. It's all it's, so that he could just douse him with 50 different potions. 
Which he did. He got Which exactly he what he wanted. He got what he wanted. Yep. He got to, to experiment all that stuff. I so so the book just ends after he becomes small again, uh, uh, and then it, there's a little stinger. There's there's a stinger at the there's end. There's a stinger. Yeah, where there's he's, a, yeah. Uh, Which, yeah. Danielle will, will, gets will, the last laugh. Yeah. But my my thing is, I I don't quite understand. I I don't understand why. So to just backtrack a bit, Evan accidentally eats the goop. That right. made him big. Yes. Right? right. Kermit figures that out because they, they're talking about it. And Kermit is like, I want to eat the goop too and mm-hmm. get big. Evan says, don't. Kermit says, okay. Why did Kermit not eat? Exactly. It, why, did, why did Why did Kermit not eat the goop, Jeff? Yeah. Well, here's the next question I would put, put to you. To your question, a question. Why didn't Kermit get the monster blood at any point? Yeah. Why? We did like that seems to be the the built in like trouble. That would have been his thing as a scientist. He would have been yeah. super yeah. focused on it. Let's let's imagine. Come with me, children. Okay. All right. Hold Let us imagine and all step into my magic school that. bus. I'm Mister. I'm Mister. I'm Mister Frizzle. <laughs> Mister Jizzle. Put, I've been putting it to Miss Frizzle for years. I'm Mister Frizzle. What what's the thing that doesn't make sense in in this book more than anything else? Oh man, that's hard. I mean, like, there's a few things. My, I guess, would be like. So, so if we, if we imagine, just okay. Here's, we have a character who is a chemist, a little kid chemist. Yeah, okay? little kid genius chemist. Monster, monster blood mm-hmm. is a weird chemical that makes things large. I thought he was okay? going to lift it off of Andy. Yeah, or something. I thought he was gonna start mischief of you know like. How? What is that? I want to know what that is. That kid I, would be it? playing with monster blood at every turn now, in every possible way. Right. So here's the part that makes no sense. Okay. It's very important. Evan and Andy should not be in this in any capacity because, Ooh, yeah. because the only reason they are here is to justify the existence of monster blood in the world. And by the way, after Monster Blood 4, Monster Blood books don't have Evan in them anymore. Yeah. Thank God. No, Monster Blood's Evan. just around. So it could have been. I, I, why, why, did, why, did he ac- why did he accidentally make it? Yeah. Or, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We don't. That's all. That. He finds the, an empty can and sees the ingredients. Yeah. And there's a little and bit or something. And tries to recreate it. And tries to recreate it. And, and really, this book, like the book's not about Kermit. Kermit's a villain. Yeah, but it doesn't make be. sense. No. Well, the, he he stops being the villain when it becomes a introspective look at the life of a large child. Yeah. Then suddenly Kermit's just kind of because there. because the point of view of this book is Evan. We we don't understand anything about Kermit. All we see is he's a psychopath. Yeah. Maybe he does go on an emotional journey, which we would get to know if it was about Kermit. Because Kermit being all they need is the book is about Kermit. His his cousin is babysitting him and his Mm -hmm. cousin at this so this is the other thing too evan shows no competence for dealing with the supernatural absolutely not which at this point this is his third adventure playing this character sheet he should be pretty good at it by now he is learning a verse so it should be the it should this should have been a story about kermit yeah who his older cousin who he doesn't respect is, is warning him about fucking around with monster blood. He doesn't listen. And then he learns his lesson of, okay, maybe 
maybe I should listen to, uh, I should, li- I mean, if not adults, I should listen to my peers who know a little more than me. I, I, cause because I'm smart in science doesn't mean I'm smart in other things. Right. And, and, and then Evan gets to be like, okay, well, you know, like I am more mature. If you want to keep the character Evan, I was like, he's more mature now. Which is makes sense because he's had two fucking monster yeah. blood adventures. Make him a teen. Make him a teen character. Make him can't a teen. Be, can't make be him the a main teen character. Babysitter. Yeah, yeah. He's older. He's 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 he still has PTSD from monster blood, mm-hmm. but he's Just, the, he's the the voice of reason. That makes more sense. Mm-hmm. And that's why it wasn't done, Joe. And that's why we didn't do that. That's why. That's what. Fuck. Yeah, this book is as as the first Goosebumps book I've read since March. Of this year. It doesn't feel like it though. It doesn't feel like it because <laughs> it feels like I thought, oh, I'm gonna like one first of all, enjoy, yes, to a degree. But like I forgot that th- there's this there's this like emotion. It's like a mixture of frustration and anger. Mm-hmm. And it's been buried deep in my body because <laughs> I was I was learning to be more zen. And then I read this book mm-hmm. and I was and it's just one of those things where you're just like you can see all the things that could have been. I'm Doctor Strange. Thanos <laughs> is about to destroy the universe. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I got to look through all these potential universes and these, these timelines to see how we're going to beat this guy. And this was the one that I picked. This is what you went with, huh? We're in the end, we're in the end game now, Arl uh, Stein. Seems a little sloppy. I will say that the, the, the second half of this book... It, even though it's just I'm a big boy, I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy. A big boy is is more was more fun to read than the slog of the first mm-hmm. half, which is just Evan and Andy constantly getting pranked, mm-hmm. getting punked by Ashton then, Kutcher, the by, child. Yeah, yeah. By, by, by shitty Ashton Child Kutcher. Jesus, and because every scene where it's like it's like watching a movie like meet the parents where you're like, yeah, I can see this is going to go bad in five seconds. Yeah. Like the audience can see you shouldn't trust this character or you can mm-hmm. see the miss, the, the mishap that's about to occur. And the characters in the story just are oblivious to the yep, fact. They just walk on into it. It's just, and that's frustrating. It's not fun to watch. That is not fun to read. No. And it's also just, it's demoralizing. <laughs> frankly, <laughs> It, yes, this book is. Many of his books are demoralizing. <laughs> yes, they defeat. They 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 take something from you. They each do. one of them. And the thing they take is the thing that keeps R.L. Stein alive. As I've said, these are his horcruxes. Every book is a horcrux, and it siphons a little bit of life out of you. I didn't look like this a year ago. No, no, I was so tired. I was young. I was young and beautiful. <laughs> hey, guess what? I, hey, hey, fuckers. Yeah. Guess what I get to say now? What's that? Thank you to the band Dog Party for the use of our theme song, Bad Dream, off of the album Hit and Run. It is a wonderful song by a wonderful band. You can check it out at dogpartylive.com and dogparty.bandcamp.com. Geesebumps is one piece of comedy content from the Mom Hat Comedy Crew. You can check out the stuff we do at mom-hat.com. That's mom-hat.com. We have a podcast called What the Spell, where me and uh, Kim talk about magic spells. You can follow us also on the Twitter at Mom Hat Studios. That's still getting updated. And you can also follow us on the YouTube at Mom Hat Studios. Uh, we've had some, I've been experimenting with shorts and TikToks. So if you want to see little clips and get a taste of the other stuff that we do, you can go to TikTok, it's Mom Hat Studios, or go to our YouTube shorts or Instagram, which is Mom Hat Studios. Danielle, normally you ask people to give us a review. 
I do. Did you want to do that this time or did you want to let everyone go home early? Yeah. You know what? I'll just, I'll just say, Hey, Hey guys, <laughs> we love you. Just say Shady's back, back again. It was Shady's, Shady's back and, um, really could use a little bit of approval. If you want us to keep doing this, do what Anthony did. Yeah, see, if the Goosebumps book takes a little out of us, you giving us a rating puts a little back in. Yes. It feeds us the ether we need to continue living in these corporeal bodies. Help us be like RL. Help us live vicariously through the life energy of everyone. (laughs) Everyone else. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's the time for that last, uh, that last, that stinger there, Daniel. This, oh man, and boy, does it sting. He stood up on the bed, his bed, him being, uh, what's his face? Evan. As his eyes adjusted to the dim light, he saw that his bed seemed to stretch on forever. A lump in the bedspread curled up over Evan's head. I, I'm short. He realized, I'm as short as a mouse, which is, I mean, take a drink if you've said that before. Kermit, Kermit strikes again, Evan thought bitterly. He made the blue shrinking mixture too powerful. I shrank and shrank and shrank, and now I'm as tiny as a mouse. I'll pound Kermit, I really will, Evan cried. His voice came out as a tiny mouse squeak. Standing on the edge of the bed, staring down, down, miles down to the floor, Evan heard a rumbling sound, loud panting that sounded like a strong wind through the trees. A big head popped up in front of him, two dark eyes. No, Trigger, go back to sleep, Evan pleaded in his little mouse voice. No, Trigger, down. Evan's squeaks had awakened the cocker spaniel. Evan felt the dog's hot breath blow across his face. Yuck, dog breath, he squeaked. Then he felt a sharp, then he felt a sharp tooth close around his waist. Pretty great. (laughs) He felt sharp teeth close around his waist, felt himself tilted sideways, felt the hot, wet saliva of Trigger's mouth as the dog secured Evan between its teeth. Just like a Walkman. Just like his Walkman. Just like a Walkman. Trigger down, put me down, Evan begged. He was bounced hard now. The dog teeth tightened their grip. Trigger, put me down, where are you taking me? Through the dark hallway, the hot breath blowing over Evan's helpless body. Did we mention the hot breath? Because hot breath. Hot breath. Into his parents' room. Evan gazed up to see his mom and dad getting ready for bed. That's what he called it. Mr. Ross leaned over the dog. What have you got there, Trigger? Did you find a bone? Uh, Dad, Dad, Evan squeaked up at him. Dad, it's me. Do you see me? Dad, uh, I think we have a little problem. The end. And that's the end. That's actually the end. I'm not even trying to be he's funny. He's small now. He's, he's, a, he's squeaky now and about to get eaten by a dog. So cool. Just like a beautiful for full circle no notes love it 10 out of 10 my name is jojo and i have a phd my name is danielle and i have a phd my name is jeff and six months later anthony i'm sorry 
ask. I don't have a PhD. Oh. This has been Geesebumps, a Did You Mean Goosebumps podcast. And until next time, stay out of the basement. Just like somebody I used to know.